All right. Good evening, everyone. I hope you're doing well. Um, if in general you buckle up during Dafyomi, you should especially buckle up tonight. We are uh, learning Maseches Kiddush and Daf and we're going to be continuing uh, a sugya that we started yesterday. We started on Shabbos, and we did a little bit yesterday more this morning. What day is it today? Sunday. Yeah, we did a little bit this morning. Actually, my gosh, what a long day! Way too much time in the sun. So we've been learning this sugya about chatzayin. If a person can half pay for their avdus, if they can half pay for a field that they're trying to be nigal, that they're trying to redeem. Um, and we had a kalvachomer at the bottom of Daf Chaf and Mabez that we learned earlier this morning. And right now at the parentheses on the top of Chaf Aleph Amar Aleph, we're going to try and poke holes in the um, kalvachomer that we had learned then. And Amar Le, the simon is, Chorash, Chavash, Zman. Amar Le, Rav Acha, Rav Ravashi. The Kalvachomer that we had between the world of Bate Arechoma and being Makdish Asteachuza, that Kalvachomer that we had as a problem, in regards to a home that was bought within a walled city, you're not allowed to redeem it forever. You have to redeem it within a year if you plan on getting it back. Tomar bin Mikdash and Bimakdish, that which someone had actually sanctified and given to someone else. You wanted to make a Kalvachomer between the worlds of Bate Arichom and being Makdish Asteachuza. Those two things are not worthy of being compared because when it comes to the Bate Arichoma, you can redeem, you can get your field back for a year. And when it comes to the world of being Makdish, you can get your field back way longer than a year. There is no upper limit. So therefore, Perhaps we should say that the Kalvachomer isn't good. Amar le Ravacha, Saba le Ravashi. He says, no, that's not correct. Mishum di ikala That really we actually have over here a cyclical din. And what we can expect when we see this is the language of lo hadin. And that is exactly what we are about to see as to why this Kalvachomer works. It's not a regular Kalvachomer. It's a more sophisticated Kalvachomer. And says the Gemara, Taisi ba mehatsad. I'm able to learn out this Kalvachomer between the world of Bate Arechoma and the world of being Makdash Esteachuza. I can learn them out from the Tzad HaShavah 10 lines down. I can add into the mix. We've been discussing uh, being Makdash Steachuza and Bate Arechoma. I'm going to add in being Mocher Steachuza Yochiach. I could add in to this Kalvachomer, which is that when in regards to a Steachuza, when I'm selling a Steachuza, that's Yofekocho because you can always negotiate to get it back. Uh, which means up to Yovel. And and here we don't have Chatzayin. Says the Gemara, that's not a good argument, actually, because the case of can't be used in this logic because it lacks something. There's a weakness there that by uh, that is not allowed to do. You can't you can't be goal you have to wait two years. So says the Gemara, uh, uh, don't worry, I could round out this argument by adding in another piece of Bate Arichoma, the Chazar Hadid. And there are some missing words here. What is the common denominator of Mocher Sdeachuza and Mocher Bais Bevate Arichoma? The common denominator is Shenig Olin, Vein Love, the Goel, the Goel Chatzain. 
it can be redeemed, meaning you can get your property back, but you cannot do halfsies. You cannot pay down half. I can also then include the case that we were dealing with earlier, the case that we started with, which is if a person is that it can be redeemed, but you cannot pay down half of the property and assume to get half of the property back. So therefore, when a person is going to be, this is a machlokas tonight, but according to this track in the Gemara, the chora, the way that it works is that you're not allowed to do halfsies when you're being maktish astehuza. You're not allowed to pay half in order to get half back. And the Gemara says a third of the way down, Omar Marbare de Rab Mari Liravino, Nifrach, we have another problem with our Kalbachomer from yesterday or from this morning, from yesterday's blood. What did we say? We had made an equivalence between the world of being, uh, from the world of buying a house, a bate arichoma, and the world of being makdish. The Gemara says, we have another problem. In regards to the common denominator, where you're not allowed to redeem them in the second year. It's really not correct. You can't make a kalbachomer with things that aren't on level footing. That's not true. I can tell you what we can say. That We can bring in another case. There in regards to an Eved Ivri, which was sold to a Goy, there they can be redeemed in the second year. And they can be a Goel Echatzayin. And therefore, we needed the Psukim that we started with. This was at going back to the Gemara from this morning. Let me just summarize, because this is a very confusing Gemara. On the bottom of the Afchof Beis, we brought a Pasuk to teach us about this Din of Chatzayin, about whether or not you can pay halfsies. And the reason we needed the Pasuk to say that you can pay half is because we had a Kalvachomer, that you should not be able to do any halves at all. So we've been analyzing the validity of this Kalvachomer. We tried to puncture two holes in this, and we were able to solve for, for both of them, which means that there is a logic that indicates that you're not allowed to do halves, and therefore we have the psukim at the bottom of Chafam and Beis to indicate that halfsies are allowed under these particular circumstances. Let's move on to a less complex but connected idea. We're just about halfway down on Chaf Aleph and Aleph, and uh, just for your uh, mental prep for the day, we're going to be stopping two-thirds of the way down on Chaf Aleph and Beis at the two dots, that's three lines into the wide lines. And then we'll pick up the balance in Yerzashem the next day. These coming blot are difficult and they're longer. So I'll be truncating them according to the time that we have in the, here and the time that I have during the day. And tomorrow's Labor Day, so it's, we'll figure it out. We're going to have Shir tomorrow night. I'm just saying my my normal Did schedule. This week? Yes. Yay! I, I love. I don't know what the, I don't know what the date is. I think the next week. I as of now, yes. As of now, unless I get a bris in the middle of nowhere, but uh, I'm not doing any OU trips this week, well, unless I get a phone call that I'm doing a trip this week. But. So the Gemara says just about halfway down. The question was posed to Rav Sheshes. If a person sells a house in a walled city. Can it be redeemed by my family members? Yes or no? Perhaps we should say that we have a Gzeira Shava from the world of Steachuza over to here in regards to Bate Arichoma. And perhaps the logic would be that just like a Sade, a Steachuza, an ancestral piece of land, cannot be 
given in halves, vinig elas lekrovim, and there too we see that by a steachuza that a family member can redeem. Af hainami, perhaps our case too. Our case is a case of a home that's bate arichoma. We would then say hainami enigal lechatzayin vinigal lekrovim. Perhaps on one side of the of the argument is that we can say that family members are in fact allowed to redeem my property of bate arichoma. Odilma, or perhaps we should say, or perhaps we should say that when we are looking at the words geulaso, it says geul in the Gemara, but the, the Gzer Shavu was geulaso. So that's what it's referring to over here. That when the Pasuk says geulaso, that was really not talking about anything other than chatzain, and perhaps there's nowhere to learn anything about krovim one way or the other. So it says the Gemara, Omar Le, Rav Sheshes responds, Eino Nigal. Family members are not allowed to redeem a home that I sold from Bate Arichoma. If you're my cousin, if you're my uncle, if you're my, my uh, whatever, my brother, it doesn't matter. You cannot be Nigal properties that I sold. The Gemara asks a question against Rav Sheshes. We're two-thirds of the way down. Esve. The Pasuk says, It's in fact not what the Pasuk reads. The Pasuk reads a little differently. But uh, that's what the Pasuk is highlighting here. batim ve'eved ivri. This Pasuk seems to say that in regards to having family members be involved, we're here to include homes and an Eved Ivri. My love, isn't this Brisa and the analysis of this Pasuk talking about Bate Arichoma? And therefore we see from this Brisa that by, when it comes to Bate Arichoma, family members are allowed to be Goel. They're allowed to redeem my property from the from Bate Arichoma. Says the Gemara Lo, that's not correct. Two thirds of the way down. Really, when the Pasuk says, uh, it's talking about uh, it's talking about houses with fields namely houses that are not inside of walled cities says the Gemara, that can't be what the drasha of means why not because we have a pasuk that speaks about this it says the Gemara, that's not a good argument you can't say that that pasuk is teaching us about Bate Chatzerim, because that Pasuk teaches us Ula Kovo Chova, which we're going to be discussing now a little bit more, whether or not there's a Chova to redeem a property, an answer, a, a property that's Bate Arichoma that you sold. And says the Gemara, this idea of whether or not there's a Chova to redeem a property is only the Shita of the Aliba to Rabbi Eliezer. And let's learn this Brisa, which is about three fourths of the way down, eight lines before the wide lines to Tanya. The Goales Mimkar Echav Rishus. According to the Tanakama, we need to find Rabbi Eliezer Shita. But according to the Tanakama, the Goales Mimkar Echab, that um, when a person says they have to re- um, they have to redeem that which was sold by the brother Rishus, that it's an, an option but not an uh, not a chiyu. So analyzes the brisa. Ata Omer Rishus Oeinu Elachova. You want to say Tanakama that it's only a Rishus that a person is allowed to redeem their family member's home that they sold from Bate Arichoma, or perhaps a person might argue that really there's a chova. Talmud Lomar says the Tanakama, that there are times that there will not be a goel, and says the Gemara, and it asks rhetorically, are you trying to tell me that there's a person on the planet, a Yid, who doesn't have someone who could be their goel, someone who could take care of them, someone who could redeem them, redeem the property that they sold. El, it must be, Rabbi Yoshua is of the opinion 
fundamentally, that if I sell a property that's Bate Arichoma, my family members have a Rishus, but not a Chiyuv, to redeem that property. That's how he learns the Psukim. Masha'en Kane, Rabbi Eliezer Omer, and this was the Shita that we were looking for, the Shita that there's a Chiyuv to redeem the property, says the Gemara as follows. Uh, Rabbi Eliezer Omer, three lines before the wide lines. He learns the Psukim, that there's a formal obligation, that if I sell my property, uh, that my family members have an obligation to collect it. So the Gabaisa analyzes the sheets of Rabbi Eliezer. You, Rabbi Eliezer, want to say that there's a chov, there's an obligation on my family to redeem the property that I sold from Bate Arichoma, but perhaps it's not right. Perhaps it's a rishusah. So what do we see over here? We see the shita of Rabbi Eliezer, that there is a chova, and it's based on the psukim that we had quoted above, um, which allowed us to understand the, uh, going back up a number of lines, let me just find it. Yes, that when the Pasuk says, Al Sadei Haaretz Yechoshev, that that was talking about a Kvius Chova, that there is in fact a Chova. So that's how the Gemara um, explains this question that was asked against Rav Sheshes. Says the Gemara, Amri Le Rabbon and the Rabashi, the rabbis, uh, Rav Sheshes said back to the rabbis, uh, I'm sorry, Amri Le, Amri, the rabbi said to Rabashi, some say, Ravina le Ravashi. I can understand the Shita that says that we should include Bate Arichoma, namely that when I sell my Bate Arichoma, my family members are able to redeem it. That's fine. That's because the Pasuk speaks, speaks broadly. That we saw a number of lines ago, that when it talks about the properties of bias in the Brisa, it's Lerabos Bate Chatzerim, only talking about general fields, but not Bate Arichoma. My Bakol. Then what does the Pasuk mean when it says Bakol? So Zag Gemara, Kasha, you're absolutely right. That's a very difficult way to understand the Brisa. And therefore, it makes more sense to say that it's talking about Bate Arichoma. And therefore, it makes more sense to say that family members, Krovim, are allowed to um, redeem properties that are Bate Arichoma. If I sell a property that I shouldn't have, then my family members can redeem it. 12 lines or so from the bottom, three lines into the right, into the, into the wide lines, the Gemara says, Esve Abaye. Abaye asks a question. This is an interesting Marimakom. If you look on the side here, it says, Psikta Parshas Behar, Torah Kohanim Parshas Behar. I don't know, it's just not very common. Medrash Chazal. Do you see that, David? Esve Abaye. Abaye is bringing a quote from Abraisa. But it's just a unique Marimakom. It's not like Stam Abraisa. It's not a Tosefta. What's not never? Psikta, it's just rare. It's not an everyday event. No, but the Midrash, there are four categories of Tanoim. There's Brisa, Mishnah, Tosef, and Midrash Chazal. Right. So this is Midrash Chazal. Abai is not the author. It's Esve Abai. The language of Esve means, he, yeah, he's bringing from a Brisa, from a Psikta. Yeah, that's the language of Esve. The opposite. Abai is quoting the, the Psikta. And if we look through the Psukim, which I'm sure we have at some point, we'll see that it says Yigalenu three times, Gimel Kamim, the Rabos, 
Kol ha-geulos shenigalos keseder hazeh. There's a specific list of people who should do the uh, uh, the geula from the family members, a brother, an uncle, and a cousin. My love, isn't this talking about bate arichoma? In which case, in which case we can see that uh, family members are allowed to redeem by bate arichoma, which was the question we started with. Says the Gemara, lo, not correct. Really, bate chatzerim. Really, this Bryce is also not a raya one way or the other. We're talking about bate chatzerim, v'seachuzah. We're not talking about uh, what you think we are, which is bate arichoma. So therefore, this Bryce of Lechora is not a raya as to whether or not family members are able to redeem, um, uh, whether or not they're able to redeem a house that I sold from bate arichoma. Says the Gemara, how can you say that? Bate chatzerim, v'seachuzah behejeksiv. We have a Pasuk that already spoke about that. I don't need this b'risa to tell me something that's stipulated in Chumash. What does it say in Chumash? Ten lines from the bottom. So it says the Gemara, The reason why this is not a problem is because what's happening in this drasha is the Torah is giving us a list of who comes first in regards to those who should be doing the geula. Um, and that is the order that is important for us. Hachanami in our case too, the Karav Karav Kodem. And that, if we look in Rashi, gives us the details. Rashi, eight lines from the bottom, the Karav Karav Kodem. Rashi says, Over here we see the order. The Parish Dodo, the uncle, the Resha. Ben Dodo, then a cousin. Any other family member. So what the Torah is doing with Yigalenu, Yigalenu, Yigalenu is giving us a very specific order of those who should do the Geula, starting uncle, cousin, and then any other family members. That's the appropriate list, according to the Gemara. That's why this drasha is not a problem. Hecha itmar de Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak. We just saw this line of Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak of Lekarov Karov Kodem, but we quoted it out of context. So the Gemara wants to know, where was this line actually learned? And the Gemara responds as follows, Aha. On the following, the Iboy Lehu, a question was raised in the base Medrash. You have a Jewish slave who's sold to a Jew. Is he sold, uh, is he redeemed by family members, the Ebed Ivri, or is he not? According to the Shita of Rebbe Loti Boilach. That's not a Shaila at all. And we learned earlier in the Masechta that Ela is talking about family members. So therefore, you can't be redeemed by a family member. Just the, the halachic mechanics don't work according to Rebbe. There's no Shaila. In the case of Eved Ibri Nimkar let's just talk it out in English terms. If I'm a slave and I'm sold to you and you're a Yid, so says the Gemara, according to Rebbe, no family members are allowed to redeem me as, as an Eved from your Abdus. So that definitely can't be according to Rebbe. Lakiti Boilach, five lines from the bottom. The real question is Aliba de Rabbonon. My. They would say, Yalfinon Sachir Sachir, below Darsha Yigalanu. Would they say, Sachir Sachir, in which case there would be no relatives, below Darsha Yigalanu. Odilma Yigalanu Lazev, Maybe we should say, sorry, maybe, let me just go back. Aliba de Rabbonon, my. What would Halacha be? Yalfinon Sachir Sachir, below Darsha Yigalanu. Maybe we would say that Sakhir Sakhir works as a Shava, and therefore the families can be Goel. 
Odelma, or perhaps Yigalenu Lozeh, that only some people can do redeeming, but not family members. So we don't know the answer to this question, which is, again, the case of an Evid Ivri who's Nimkar to a Yisrael. Do we allow family members within the camp of the Rabbanon? Rebbe doesn't work within the camp of the Rabbanon. Do we allow for there to be a redemption with family members? Says the Gemara, Toshma, three lines from the bottom. Let's see what we can find in a Brisa to try and answer our question. Again, let's keep the question clear. We have an Evid Ivri who is Nimkar to Israel. Can family members redeem him? The Gemara says, We have a Brisa that says that family members are allowed to redeem Batim, and they are allowed to redeem an Evid Ivri. So perhaps we can learn from this Brisa, my love, isn't it the case, Bate Arichoma, the Evid Ivri Hanimkar Lu Yisrael, which was the case we were trying to see. No, it says the Gemara, Lo. Perhaps it's Evid Ivri Hanimkar Akum and Evid Ivri Hanimkar Lo Ovik Kochavim. Sorry, the Nimkar Second line from the bottom. Perhaps we should say that the Bryce is not talking about that, so there's no Raya one way or the other. Says the Gemara, that can't be, because Evid Ivri Hanimkar Lo Ovik Kochavim, the Hedjok That can't be the Drasha, because Lemaisa, it's very clear. From another pasuk in regards to an Eved Ivri and an Aku, we still don't have an answer about Eved Ivri and Yisrael as to whether or not family can redeem. What's the pasuk that indicates that an Eved Ivri who's sold to an Akum can be redeemed? O Dodo, O Ben Dodo, Yigalenu. Says the Gemara, Hahu Lekovo Chova. No, don't worry. The, the, the extra pasuk is not problematic. It's just to teach us that there's a Chova, as we saw the other day, as we saw earlier today, even according to the Shita of Rabbi Yoshua, in this case, it would be a Chova. So we don't yet have an answer. Let's review the question for the third or fourth time, which is, if we have an, an Eved Ivri, who's Nimkar Li Yisrael, can a family member redeem him? Toshma, let's see if we can answer this question. on the top line, going until the third of the wide lines. The Gemara says, Why does the Torah go out of its way to say Yigalenu? As we've discussed, there's a very specific order of those who should do the redeeming. The redeeming. It's Dodo, uncle, Ben Dodo, cousin, and then Sha'ar Bissaro, any other relatives. My law, perhaps we should say that this Bryce is talking about Bate Arichoma Vevadibri and Nimkarli Israel, in which case we have a Marimakum that indicates that we have Krovim who are able to do the Geula of an Evad Ivri who's Nimkar to a Yid. The Gemara says, Lo, perhaps that's not true. Perhaps it's really Bate Chatzermus Visteachuza. Maybe the Brisa that we just saw, where it says that it's uh, the Rabos Kola Geulos, is talking only about Bate Chatzer, not Bate Arichoma. And for our purposes, it's talking about Eved Ha'ivri and Nimkar Yisrael. I'm sorry, it's talking about Steachuza. Uh, so it says the Gemara, that can't be. Because Bate Chatzerim, fifth line, Behed We already have a Pasuk on that. The Pasuk says, Al Sadeh Ha'aretz Yechashev. And if you'll recall, 12 lines ago, we were trying to figure out where Rav Nachman's original comment was that there's a specific order of Dodo, Ben Dodo, and She'er Bissaro. Here it is. Amar Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. This was where we pulled from to answer our previous question, which is the Karov, Karov, Kodem. So the Gemara does something that's a classic, a classic Gemara move. And what it did is it, is it compared two cases. It compared the recent case that we just had of an Evid Ivri that's being sold to a Yisrael, to the previous case that we were trying to figure out what the halacha was, and we learned from Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak in regards to the Karav Karav Kodem, and this is the actual Marim Makom. That brings us to the two dots, eight or nine lines down. Things will ease up for a couple minutes. <laughs> Sorry.
It's just a hard Gemara is what it is. It's just what it comes down to. It just takes a lot of time. These Gemaras should be like line Yomi. Mm-hmm. Just one. Just the Kalvachomer. Let's get it clore before we move on. But such is the nature of Daf Yomi. Let's continue. Eight lines down at the two dots. When a person is going to get their earpiece pierced, so a man, when he decides to stay in servitude, a woman does not have this. But when a man stays in servitude, he has to, has to get his ear pierced. Says the Gemara, That's Pasha. Many of us are familiar with that Pasha from Kriya Satoro. We had said, that a person can earn their freedom with Yovel in the 50th year. This is a person who's in Nirza or with Misa Sa'adon. So let's say my right ear is pierced. We're going to discuss how that ear gets pierced. Claire's boutique, you know, we're going to see, we're going to see if that actually counts, like how the halachos work. Uh, Michael, come on. So that's what we're going to discuss in a moment. But let's learn a little bit more first. Uh, that when uh, he goes free and he doesn't he doesn't go to the children. If you're in Nirza and your your Baal dies, you're free. You're done. You don't you don't stay in the family. What does the word Laolam mean? Laolam Moshel Yovel. Only in as much as Yovel is true. Laolam doesn't mean literally forever. Laolam is limited by the fact that there is this thing called Yovel, which means that Laolam in some terms is 50 years. Says the Gemara Tanurabanam, Marzea, which was a very specific tool. I think some of the English books called it a, an awl, an A W A L. Is that what it says there? Which is some type of piercing tool. Ainliela Marzea, Minain the Rabos. What? Yeah, he's at Sheva Brachos in New York somewhere. So uh, he would be great. Yes. Playing Scrabble. Play, playing Scrabble with him was awesome. Depilatory. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. He used none of those to pierce our ears as children, though, just in case you were wondering. So says the Gemara, What about all these other tools? You got pen, you got these other piercing tools. The Rabos called Davar Shenikach Biyad. He holds that anything that can pierce the ear is what works. Anything you hold in your hand and pierce, that works. So the example of Claire's is a little bit interesting because they're not holding the needle. They're holding a contraption that has a needle. Is that different? I don't know. But I'm just, uh, it Lachora is probably kosher according to these standards. You probably can't shoot an arrow through here. You're not touching the arrow? No, don't know also, if you missed, the uh, margin of error is quite significant, but I don't think that's what you were talking about. On the back side, too. What, Claire's? Yeah, I think Yeah, but it's a full pierce. It is, but it's still all the way through. That's just a stopper on the back. We're all going to play that tomorrow? Only if you want to be my Evan Avery. We're going to be Daphne Omi. Oh, my gosh. Before we do that, let's learn the next sheet, okay? So that's the sheet of Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Huda, that anything that's nikach biyad can be used to do the piercing of the Evet Hanirza. The Gemara says, Rabbi Omer, ma marzea miyuchad shal mateches, just like the marzea can be used because it's made out of metal, afkol shal mateches, anything that's made out of metal. There were some exceptions in the previous case. They had a writing utensil. The writing utensils were not made out of metal, a quill, a piece of wood, whatever. They didn't have graphite pencils like we did. They certainly weren't uh, ballpoint pens. They had quills. 
So according to the previous case, according to Rabiosi Rabihuda, that would be a nafkimina. Something that's not made out of metal uh, only works according to Rabiosi Rabihuda. But according to the sheet of Rebbe, um, it has to be made out of metal. Tavar Acher, another approach is Hamartzea with the letter Hei, the Havi Hamartzea Hagado, a very particular all, a large one. Uh, there's different ways to understand this Gemara. Omar Rebbe Elazar Yudan Biribi. Biribi, as we've seen in Shas, is a term of endearment of uh, big Talmud Chacham. When they would do the piercing, they would only do it in the milsa. What is the milsa? It's the lobe, the bottom of the earlobe, the soft part, non-cartilage aspects of your ear. So it says the Gemara, Wow, you can't do the avod if you're a balmu. But if you're nirza, so then you're a balmu. But what if you were a Kohen and you were an Eved Ivri and you wanted to be So the Chorah, the Din is according to the Chachamim, you're not allowed. The Gemara says, I don't understand. If what you're saying is that the piercing was done in the, in the lobe where there's no cartilage, you're just piercing skin effectively. That wouldn't make you into a Balmu. Having a piercing in a non-cartilage cartilage spot in your ear is totally fine. The only time it's problematic is when you have a cartilage pierce. So let's say Ledugma, that you're a Kohen Eved Ibri. The Chachamim say that you should not be allowed. So what if the Chachamim say that a Kohen is not allowed because he's a Balmum, the, Kohan, the, the Chachamim must hold that the piercing is not taking place in the lobe. It must be that it's taking place in the cartilage parts of your ear. So if that's true, then the there may be a machlokas in the Gemara as to what parts of the ear this takes place in. According to the Tanakama, it takes place in the ear lobe. According to the Chachamim, if they say that it's Usr for an Eved who is a Kohen to be Nirza, it must be that they're talking about the cartilage. Fascinating machlokas. Who would have known? Nowadays, um, just go anywhere. You'll see people pierce mm -hmm. every part of their ear. This piece over here, I don't know what it's called. All, uh -huh. all the way up, cartilage, everywhere. Mm -hmm. All the way through. This piece over here. Uh, I saw someone, uh, I sat ne next to someone at a wedding recently. They had like the thing submerged in their skin with like a stud popping out, yeah, yeah. not even through their. There's another name for it. Then they have that one where they body modification, the, the wider ear loop. Oh, yeah. 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 I was thinking about it actually. Michael's not squeamish. Michael wants us to move. Squeamish? Which one? Both? Okay. Right, let's go. <laughs> So says the Gemara, uh, I know this part sounds scary because I at least know that I my brain turns off when I see Klalu Pradu Klal, but this is actually not so bad, okay? Says the Gemara, What is the machlokes that they are having? The Rebbe Darish Klale Uprate. How does Rebbe understand the Psukim? Follow along, not hard. Vilakachta Klal, you should take. Marzea, this all, A-W-L. Prat, uh, prat, that's a detail. Beozno we need the defining factor of the tools that we use to be like the prat. That's why Rebbe says it has to be made out of metal. Just like that's made out of metal. Everything has to be made out of mateches. So the klalu pradu klal means that the general approach has to be following the detail of the prat. The prat was metal. Anything that's metal, it's a broader list of things that we might have thought. A broad list of things we would have thought, as long as it's metal, but no non-metal items may be used. 
So if you have uh, a very sharp stone, too bad. It's not metal. You can't use it. You have a very sharp anything. It doesn't matter. It has to only be one glass. Too bad. It can only be one thing, right? The bris mila that was done by Gershom in the Torah by with Tzipora was done with a rock. Okay? It's kosher, the mila. But it's not kosher for, for Nirta. And that was the svara of Rebbe. Rebbe was of the opinion of Klalu Pradu Klal. Masha'enkein Rebbe Yossi, three lines before the wide lines, he was Darish Ribuye Umi Ute. We've had this before in Shas a couple of times. And let's just see how he analyzes the psukim. Vilakachta Riba, that was a more inclusive word. Marzea, this, um, this, this piercing tool is a mute, miate. Beozno says the Gemara, um, Hakol, and he says, my Rabbi, what's included? Huh? Thank you. That when we have a ribui followed by a mute, followed by a ribui, then we add in even more things. Meaning, the difference between a klalu pradu klal and a riba ribui mute uribui is that a klalu pradu klal will be more limited, and a ribui mute ribui will be more broad. The klalu pradu klal, which was shitas rebbe, based on the prat, is that it has to be made out of metal. But what do we see according to the ribui? My rabbi, rabbi kolmile. You can use anything you want. First long line. My miet miet sam. There has to be some limit because the Torah is obviously trying to show us you need to do something. What's some? It's a medication. It's like an acid that will burn through your skin. So those are not allowed. Or Hashem, there's some limits. But that, that, that would be the difference. In general, this is good for us to know in Shas. We're Shas Yidin. We have to remember certain things about Klalu Pradu Klal. Klalu Pradu Klal is more narrow. Ribui Miut Uribui is broader. Klalu Pradu Klal told us that only Mateches, only made out of one material. But according to the approach of, uh, was it Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda? According to the Rabbi Yossi, he's Doresh Ribuye Umi Ute, and therefore he says the Ribuy is anything, anything that pierces, any tool, no problem. Go in the shed, glass, stone, metal, don't care. Get it done. Straw, just get it done. What's not allowed is, uh, is just lie and just those things that actually pierce the ears. Uh, okay, Omar Mar, first of the long lines. We had said this line earlier. We're just going to pick on it for a second. Hamartzea, lahavi martzea gadol. Hamartzea, the letter he means the martzea, a very specific language, which is the most limiting of all, which is this martzea hagadol, is particularly large all. Says the Gemara, my mashma. How does the letter he show any value? Because we have this idea by Nikur Hagid Vehachelev, by the Isra of Gid Hanoshe. Says the Gemara, my mashma, kid Omar Rava. Ayerech hamiyumenes shebiyerech. Ha yerech, the hay by the yerech, by the thigh, is hamiyumenes, the one that we're talking about, uh, which is the back the back thigh in particular, the right thigh in this case. Hachanami, the letter hay means something valuable. Hamartzea, hameyucha chebimrutzoin, the most unique of all of the ones, and this seems to be the most uh, most narrow shita of them all. We're going to stop right here. We'll pick up Emir Hashem tomorrow, starting at Amar Rebbe Tomorrow night we'll get as far as we possibly can. As you can see, the Amud Beis on Chav Beis is pretty zaftig. We'll do as much as we can, and uh, we'll get there. One way or the other, Shas will end on the same day. Wishing you all a beautiful night.